If you can hear me clearly, just type thank you Jesus right on your screen and declare with your mouth, thank you Jesus. Rain came and wind blew, but my house is built on Jesus, so I'm not shaking. I'm saved with Jesus because I'm gonna make it through glory to God. Good evening, good evening, good evening, good afternoon, whatever country you are connecting from right now. Good to have you. Share the link. That's the best thing you can do right now. Just type, thank you, Jesus. Let me know if you can hear me. Then go ahead, share the link. Share the link. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. It's another beautiful evening. I hope everyone had an awesome day. I hope you had a good day.
All right, we give praise to God. Thank you, Father. Okay, very quick, let's run through a scripture and let's zoom in. Thank you, my day was awesome. First Samuel chapter 10. All right, Paul, get that scripture. Everyone say, Father, in the name of Jesus, say tonight, show me mercy and remember me. Say, Father, tonight, show me mercy and remember me. Say, Lord Jesus, say tonight, I surrender my matters before your feet. Say, show me mercy, remember me, and give me a testimony. Remember me and heal me. Remember me and deliver me. Remember me and elevate me. Remember me, settle me. Remember me and push me to my next level. In the name of Jesus, just say that prayer one minute. Say that prayer one minute. It's a prayer of surrender. Say that prayer one minute. Malagabaha shateko beledesis. Oh, Lee Mantegabeledo shadaya. Oh, Lee Gabendesh. Remember me, visit me, Lord, settle me, Lord, and give me a testimony. Remember me, Lord, tonight. Jesus name we pray thank you Lord father take charge take charge by your spirit take charge Lord take charge Lord take charge take charge amen all right first Samuel chapter 10 let's get through the scripture very quick I just hope we can do with one session I'll be very glad I will be very glad first Samuel chapter 10 we take from verse 1 Take it down to 11 for clearer understanding. Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord had anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? When thou art departed from me today, then thou shalt find two men by Rachel's sepulchre in the border of Benjamin and Azazel, and they will say unto thee, The asses which Thou wentest to seek a found, and lo, thy father's, thy father had left the care of asses, and so read for you, saying, What shall I do for my son? 
then shalt thou go on forward from thence, and thou shalt come to the plain of Tabor, and there shall meet thee three men going up to God to Bethel, one carrying three kids, and another carrying three loaves of bread, and another carrying a bottle of wine. And they will salute thee, and give thee two loaves of bread, which thou shall receive of their hands. And after that thou shalt come to the hill of God, where is the garrison of the Philistines. And it shall come to pass, when thou art come thither to the city, that thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from the high place, which with a psaltery and a tablet and a pipe and a, and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. All right, let's go. Verse 6, six And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and thou shalt be turned into another man. And let it be, when these signs are common to thee, that thou shalt do as occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. All right, verse 8. And thou shalt go down before me to Giuga, and behold, I will come down with thee and to offer burnt offering and sacrifices of peace offering. Seven days shalt thou tarry, till I come to thee and shew thee what thou shalt do. Okay, verse 9 and 10. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from somewhere, God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. And when they came thither to the hill, behold, a company of prophets met him, and the Spirit of God came on him, and he prophesied among them, eleven the last. And it came to pass, when all that knew him before time saw that, behold, he prophesied among the prophets, then the people said one to another, what is this that is come unto the son of Kish? Is Saul also among the prophet? May God give us understanding of his word. In Jesus' name, I call it done. Amen. All right. We're looking at what to do with prophetic revelation. What to do with prophetic revelation what to do with prophetic revelation. A lot of persons receive prophecies. A lot of persons hear prophecies. A lot of persons hear of people's prophecy. Some condemn prophecy. Some will uh, comment on prophecies. All kind of things happen around it. And most of the times, we have this perception that if it is not coming to pass, then... Either the prophet lied, or God lied, or whatsoever you will call it. It has become so terrible that our generation now, men of God, major prophets, prophets who have prophesied for years, are now afraid to give yearly prophecies as it were, because children who don't have respect and have free phone and data can come on social media and make comments to insult elders without even understanding the in and out of how this thing works. 
But I want us to understand personally and individually what to do with your prophecy. All right? You must understand that the Bible said in Joel 2.28, I will pour my spirit out upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see vision. So it is the promise of God that there will be an era where the prophetic will become normal. There is a promise of God. So if the generation God have given this thing to does not understand it, does not study it, there's going to be a problem. The wise man once said that um, when the purpose of a thing is not known, abuse is inevitable. So when we don't understand what is given to us, we end up abusing it. There are people now, no matter the prophecy you give them, if they don't get married, you are fake. There are people now, no matter the prophecy you prophesy, if they are not getting money, you are fake. You are very fake. There are people now, no matter how you prophesy, no matter how anointed you are, prophesy from now to tomorrow. If they don't get pregnant, you are fake. But not understanding that the prophetic is beyond what you are looking for. The prophetic, I've met people telling them, this is what God is saying, and they tell the person that sent them to me, that person is fake. Because um, I came to for him to pray about my marriage. He's telling me that God is giving me visa. He's fake. He didn't see anything. So, in a very funny, funny behaviors and funny understanding of people, you don't buy God into your pocket. There are times God speaks your mind, and it's dangerous when God only speaks your mind and not what he wants for you. It is very dangerous. So, when we talk about revelation, talk about visions, naturally we have our five senses. Hearing, smelling, touching, feeling. Which other one again? Hearing, smelling, touching, feeling, and taste. Thank you. We have our five senses naturally that we use to receive in our human capacity. But in the realms of the spirit, we don't operate by these senses. We operate by revelation. In the realms of the spirit, we don't operate by these senses. We operate by revelation. So a man that is natural will automatically not have value for revelation because the man is operating by the natural senses. Do you know if you go to, um, let's say, someone, get, get to work now, get to your boss, get to your leader and say, Thus say the Lord that tomorrow we should not um, open the shop because there's going to be a fire outbreak that will kill everybody. Your boss will ask you, what's the proof? Where is the evidence? Where is the, the fault that's going to lead to the fire outbreak? We just checked out the wires two days ago. We just checked out the days. So physically, by his evaluation, everything is of standard. But in the realms of revelation, there is something else beyond. So everybody deals with the tangible. Everybody deals with the physical. Everybody deals with the result. Somebody just called me this evening telling me, said two years ago, while I was in Dubai, 
were online and you gave me a prophecy that I should be careful that you saw me sleep in the washroom and I fell. And if prayer is not made, I might not even survive it. He said, Papa, few months ago, I was just in the, I, I didn't take it serious because the, uh, time I, the, the time I received the prophecy, it looked like it has passed. I was in my washroom a few months ago and you told me I should get a house help in the house. So I sent out the house help a week and they just come and walk and go. But while I was in the house, I was just coming out of the washroom. I slipped and I landed on the ground. He said, since the, that month till now, my knees. He said, I could barely sit down. I could barely stand for months. Doctors have done everything. They couldn't do anything. I called, I called, I couldn't reach you. Right now, my, my knees is on fire. And I said, because she was waiting for a tangible fact, she was waiting for something physical to be able to lay hold on before she can say it is true. If you follow prophecy like that, you might die before you will not realize that God is speaking. This thing is spiritual. For you to receive it, you don't need your human calculation. Imagine somebody who does not have a womb, and I tell you, thus say the Lord, you're going to get pregnant in the next three months. If you are checking your womb, you are checking um, all the doctor's report, you will not believe it. It doesn't make sense. Somebody who is not dating, even somebody dating that is not ready for marriage, and I'm telling you, you're going to get married in two months, that sounds very stupid. It doesn't make sense. Marriage is planned. It's not what you wake up automatically and all of that. But at the end of the day, when the Lord speaks, when the Lord speaks, things begin to fall in place. You must understand how revelation works. It is spiritual. If you follow with your human senses, you will miss it. You will miss it. You will miss it, I tell you. I tell you. I told somebody on this platform weeks ago, I said, pray for your wife. I see your wife about to get into a realm where she will get depressed and she might almost go mad if prayer is not made. And the person reached out today telling me, he said, the next week I was not myself. I was so depressed. I couldn't, I didn't know what was wrong. I couldn't pray. I couldn't fast. I, there was nothing I could do. I was tired of my life. I felt like packing up. I felt like this thing is spiritual. It's spiritual. God tell is going to make you a billionaire and you are checking your bank account. Are you okay? Are you okay? You are checking your bank account. Are you okay? What you do with revelation determines the outcome. All right, every revelation has something you must do with it. If you don't know what to do with it, then you just there waste your time. Listen, prophecy is not powerful all alone. Prophecy on its own is not powerful. They are not tangible until you do something with it. They are not tangible until you do something with it. Many want physical things. If I come now and I say, um, um, I want to give everybody here um, a thousand Ghana cities each, everyone will get excited. If I say, okay, I want to bless you for you to become rich, a lot of persons will take their thousand Ghana cities cash over the blessing. I'm telling you, a lot of persons will take the cash over the blessing, not knowing that the blessing 
can make you rich and you even become somebody dispensing 10,000 Ghana cities to everybody. A lot of persons, that's what they will do. But the spiritual has a, a very strong ability and capacity that it can bet great physical realities. It can bet great physical realities. I've told people, get water and drink, and they drink water, they are healed. I've told people, get apple and chew. They chew apple, they are pregnant. Now, what are you saying? If apple makes people get pregnant, by now, dear, one apple should have been costing like uh, 20,000 Ghana cities. But there's a spiritual force and a spiritual reality behind this thing. So when you focus on your human understanding, technology, and calculations, you're going to just miss out in what God wants to do in your life. And I pray that from today, you begin to understand the revelations. You begin to take revelation serious. You begin to take strong advantage of revelations. In the name of Jesus. What do you do with revelation? What do you do with revelation? Number one is judge revelation. Judge revelation. Judge revelation. Revelations can be judged. What are you judging? You are judging the source of the revelation, if it is from God or not. You are checking the source of the revelation, if it is from God or not. If you read First Corinthians 14 verse 29, he said, When two or three persons prophesy, let everyone else listen, and let the elders judge. Let the elders judge. Let the elders judge. So what you are judging is that you check the source. Where is this prophecy coming from? Because there are three major sources of revelation. Number one is God. Number two is Satan. Number three is flesh and blood. Revelation can come from God. Revelation can come from the devil. Revelation can come from your flesh and blood. There are dreams you dream. It has no connection to God or Satan. It is just your appetite. It is your feeling. Your flesh and blood is what revealed that thing to you. That was why Jesus said to Peter in Matthew 16 that flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, which means you can get revelation by flesh and blood. Let me say this to you. That's why I tell my admins, be careful how you say the things you see. If you are poor, you might interpret prophecy wrongly as a minister or as a prophet. I think one of my mentors was saying his story. I laughed my, my, my intestine out. He said, years ago, when he started going to Chinese restaurant, he started telling his members that Chinese restaurants are demonic. Have you realized that when you go to Chinese restaurant to eat, by the time you cross the door, you are hungry. 
haven't you seen they have some image and statues that everybody said yes say those things are gods those things are idols he said but when he started making money instead of ordering for one portion he orders for two three portions and eats and he will go home still satisfied so because he usually eats small the one he could afford the moment he crossed the door he is hungry again so he concluded that it was demon to a poor man everybody is a witch everything is witchcraft to a poor man but to a man who is blessed understand that certain things are in a different way i'm telling you the truth your level of exposure can affect your revelation your level of exposure can affect your revelation your level of exposure can affect your revelation if you are not academically sound you can get a revelation somebody else will get and you will interpret it some way let me give an example somebody who has never seen an aeroplane before somebody who have never in his life seen an aeroplane doesn't know what an aeroplane is and he happens to be a prophet and he saw aeroplane flying or the best way he can describe it I, I saw something like a bird what looked like a bird it was moving in the air ah this thing is not flapping the wings but it was flying just but somebody who has revelation who has um understanding and education can say i saw an aeroplane flying so your level of exposure can affect your revelation some things you are calling witchcraft they are not witchcraft you are not exposed to it all right that's by the way so judge prophecy that's the first thing you do to prophecy where is this prophecy coming from is it from god is it from satan is god the one behind this prophecy or satan is the one or this person is speaking out of their mind that is why if you are also somebody who receives revelation don't be quick to just say things except you are you have trusted yourself to have grown in the gift you know when god is talking and when god is not talking sit down take your time and be sure that the lord is talking to you all right sit down and be sure that the lord is talking to you before you start passing the message number two understand prophecy the first one is judge it number two understand it understand it receive clarity and receive the right interpretation by maturing i have realized that certain things i used to know and i used to believe they are not always the same all right certain things i used to know and i used to believe are not always the same it can change in the realms of the spirit it can change in the realms of the spirit so god can use let's say yam to talk to um faustina while i'm looking at her i begin to see yam and while i just mentioned yam she will say yes my mother used to deal on yams my mother was dealing on yams in trailers and all of that and one year later i see madam janet and i saw yams and i said ah, your mother says yam she said no your father says yam he said no you say yam she said no so it could just be she just ate yam before coming 
or she was planning to go and buy yam. The same picture, the same image, but the interpretation now is different. Or somebody have used yam to do something against her. So if you judge and interpret based on your common sense, you will make mistake. Now, dreaming and seeing yourself in a house that you have left is not a good dream because you should be seeing your life forward. But there are times you will dream and see yourself in the house you have left. It does not even mean backwardness. All right? It could just mean God is talking to you about somebody from there. It could just mean God is telling you about a mistake you made in that house that you left. It could just mean that God is talking to you about something different. So every time you receive a revelation, try to yield to the Spirit. Don't always judge based on what you know. That is a religion. You must yield to the Holy Spirit. Father, what are you saying? I know that based on my understanding, this and this and this and this is what this thing is pointing to. But Lord, what are you saying? I was amazed when a young man had a dream, a young guy, barely in his 20s, Every time he dreams, he will see himself having intercourse with the auntie. Every time he dreams, he will see himself having intercourse with the auntie. Automatically, it will be normal to interpret that as a spiritual marriage or even possible that the auntie is somebody that is manipulating the young man's destiny. But I was with my mentor. My mentor said, no, that's not what it means. This particular case, that's not what it means. That this young man's auntie is pregnant. And the guy had had the dream seven times. So if the guy can pray for the auntie that month for seven times, the auntie will get pregnant. That the intercourse was a means where a man can impregnate a woman. So the intercourse is actually a, mean, um, a means of, what is it called? A means of release. So he should rather release prayer to the woman. And the young man went home. He had been doing going for deliverance front and back. The dream kept coming. He went back home, started praying for the auntie, take out seven days, fasted, pray. That month, the auntie got pregnant, and that was the end of that dream. So you see, ignorance would have made the young man to be going through deliverance, casting, casting, and binding, and losing, and tying. So some dream that are coming to you, you are prayed and fasted, they keep repeating. Some is not any special stronghold. Some is lack of the right interpretation. Let me tell you one thing about Revelation. The day you get the interpretation, you keep getting one dream going and coming, going. The day you get the interpretation, that dream will cease. The day you get the interpretation, the dream will stop. If it keeps coming, 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 it's coming because there's something you have to pick out of it. So let's not use our human understanding to use our previous experience to always judge um, the dreams and the revelations that we get. I come to you and I say, I see help coming. Last time, I am somebody shared a testimony. The person said I told him or her, I see help coming, and he received some one thousand dollars. So I came and told you, I see help coming, and now you are expecting one thousand dollars. Could it be marital help? Could it be help in your business? Could it be help in your career? Could it be help in a different part of your life? 
So if we use our brain to judge, we will miss. We will miss. When the revelation you receive does not get the right interpretation, either you will destroy the revelation or the revelation will destroy you. When the revelation you receive does not get the right interpretation, either you destroy the revelation or the revelation will destroy you. So imagine you. Let me, who can I use for example now? Okay, maybe it gets a dream and she sees herself um, just jollying with the president of Ghana. And suddenly she now saw it. It looked like a wedding. And the president had now chased the wife away, now put wedding ring on her hand and all the dignitaries were gathered and she was just enjoying and they were now declaring them husband and wife. So she now wakes up and enters a car straight to Flagstaff house. When she get there, she knocked the gate. What are you looking for? I came to see my husband. God has told me that the president is my husband. It's two things. Either they will take her to Pantai Psychiatric Hospital or they will shoot at sight, or they will put her in jail. One of them will be the end of that revelation. And that dream could just be that tomorrow, God wants to make you marry a dignitary. Tomorrow, God wants to put you in an environment of greatness. Tomorrow, God wants to do something mighty in your life. Your marriage is going to be characterized with royal people and mighty people on your wedding day might the man you are going to get married to we have contact to great people connected and all of that so if we don't analyze prophecies by the mind of the spirit by the eyes of scripture we will end up missing it seeing yourself getting married in the dream is not always that you are getting married sometimes it could just be spiritual marriage that you are seeing Sometimes it could just, just be that God is telling you, don't worry, your marriage is coming. Sometimes it could be a particular person you saw at the background in that dream. That is just why God is showing you that dream. Sometimes it could just be something different. That's why I pity those of you that go to Google to check your dream. Oh, I pity you. I pity you for those of you that go to Google your dream to check. I pity you. Goku is not spiritual. AI, no artificial intelligence is spiritual. And they can't give you spiritual answer. I dreamt that I was carrying basket. What does it mean? You go to Google and type it. I was carrying basket. Google will not tell you. It simply means that if you are carrying basket, it means that um, according to Bible, um, what is it called? The baker saw that he was carrying basket and they ate, the birds ate this thing on his head. They now cut off his head. So carrying basket means that they will cut off your head. Only you now start praying prayer that has no solution. No solution. So understand it. Number three thing you do, find out what to do with the revelation. Number three, find out what to do with the revelation. Yes, people Google their dreams. So there are lots of people. Some are online here. They are online. It's okay that Google your dream. Show yourself. Show yourself. They are keeping quiet now. Okay, look at one of them. They Google their dream. Uh -huh. 
If you are googling your dream, you have problem, a lot of problem. You have plenty problem. You'll be confused. Eh? Your life will be clouded with a lot of confusion because Google does not have answer to spiritual questions. It is spiritual. Find out what to do with the revelation. The scripture we read is that the Lord spoke through the prophet and said to uh, Saul, you're going to meet men of God. While you come in the midst of them, you will begin to prophesy. So he had an understanding. The prophecy was clear and direct. He had an understanding of what to do with the revelation. He went there and he, got, and he began to prophesy. What do you do with the revelation? Listen, always, I've always said to us, don't joke with principles. Everything I'm teaching you now, they are tied around principles. What do I do with this revelation? Ah, I saw you and I saw that you have died. So what do you do with this revelation? I saw that you have made money. I saw that a $1 million check has been given to you. I saw that your heavens has been opened. I saw that what do I do with this revelation? It's very important. If you are not, you didn't get a chance to ask the man of God, get into prayer. Father, this word came from you through your servant. What do I do with this? A lot of you have mighty prophecies you sat down with. A lot of you have great prophecies you sat down with. A lot of you, great prophecies. You are sitting on them. One is not coming to pass. And the next thing you are saying is that you are tired. You are tired of your life. You are feeling sad. You are depressed. Charlie, the truth is that prophecy will not stop because of you. Prophecy will not change because of you. Whether you are depressed, unpressed, mapressed, and dispressed, it will not change prophecy. It will not change prophecy. So the earlier that you get yourself fixed to start working in understanding, the better for you. Nobody will stop prophesying because your prophecy did not come to pass. For where? Nobody. I know a prophet in this country who said, um, what is it called? Um, Nana Kofuado is going to be the next president after Atamius. And lo and behold, Mahama became the next president. The man is still prophesying fire. That prophecy missed, but it's still prophesying fire. Yeah. It's still prophesying fire. Find out what to do with the prophecy. So if you are listening to me here, maybe you are an admin or not, and God speaks to you, you gave the words God spoke to you, and it looked like it didn't come to pass, it missed, or it wasn't correct. Don't beat yourself. Don't beat yourself. That is why you are human. You can make mistakes. But what you do next time now is to get back into the place of prayer and work more on yourself. Work more on yourself. Take out time. Leave social media, particularly. Leave social media. Distance yourself from you. You want to work in accuracy in the prophetic, in revelation, in dreams. You, you have, your friend is fasting, prayer. Fast a lot. You want to be accurate in the prophetic. Fast a lot. Pray a lot. Sit down with your Bible a lot. Then worship. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. You flow accurately. If impartation now join, you are finished. So there's no special secret to this thing. All right, number number four, connect with the right people. Number four, 
connect with the right people. Every prophetic revelation is at the mercy of men. Every prophetic revelation, mark my word, every prophetic revelation is at the mercy of men. If you lack the right people, look at what Samuel said to Saul. When you leave me, you will meet group of men who are prophets. Ah, you are here. You are a prophet. But you are telling me that when I leave you, I will meet group of prophets. They are prophesying. Then me too, I'll prophesy. Why can't you make me prophesy? But that's not what God wanted. God wanted him to prophesy through some prophets that he will meet somewhere. All right? You must have this understanding. Every prophetic word is at the mercy of people. Look out for the people that look like what God has said. God said to you that you're going to get married. Don't sit down and start dressing like your grandmother. When I say things like this, a lot of you will start laughing, but I'm telling you I am dead serious. I am dead serious. Listen, God look at the heart of heart. But men, look at the outward appearance. So if I tell you to say the Lord, you are getting married and you are dressing like your village chief priest or dress, dressing like your shrine. What's going to happen? Men, the men who are supposed to marry you, they will come, they like you, but there will be a clause. I like this lady, but the way she dress. Yeah, I like this lady, but the way she talks. I like this lady, but the way she... So when you receive prophecy, it should make you adjust. It should make you sit up. I come to you and I say, Thus say the Lord, you are, you are a prophet to a nation. You will prophesy. You are the one who does not pray. You are the one who does not read your Bible. You are the one who, does, who is not following a prophet. You are the one who refused to go to Bible school. So how do you want it to come to pass? I come to you and I say, Thus say the Lord, that you're going to be a nurse or a doctor. You don't go to get a form for a medical school. You just sat down believing that what can come can come. It's true. What can come can come, but you will become King Kong at the end of the day. All right? Understand that God look at the heart, the inward, but men will look at your outward appearance. Men will, even if God has spoken, I told you that God is about to take your business to a next level. You are not diligent in your business. You have no good customer service. You have no good reception. You don't have a neat environment. Charlie, that prophecy will fail. And I keep saying this, this word is wrong with a lot of believers. Enter a restaurant belonging to a normal Christian and enter a restaurant belonging to a natural man. You see the natural man have fixed air condition, put in good fragrance, have good food taste and all of that. But you see the believer just have one table and one chair and one this thing and they are put sticker, papa sticker on there. Uh, if you talk that mistake, you die by correction. My food must sell. And they carry the food. The food is getting spoiled there. They will not come for prayer. I've been paying title. I've been giving. Listen, listen. If the word receive the kind of anointing God has given to us, if the word mistakenly receive the kind of prophetic grace we have and they add it to their wisdom, Charlie, the church, the church will have no voice again. Now, we don't have our voice, but it will be worse. Because they are using their brain. A lot of you listening to me now, you are not doing any job. You are a graduate done with school. You are doing nothing. And they are your mates who are graduates, who are done with school, no job. And they have started a business on their own. They started a company on their own. But you are in your house, morning, afternoon, and night, doing nothing. You have received prophecies back to back. 
you have received prophecies back to back. Like I said some time ago, how can you be somebody who took care of, who takes care of um, Sunday school children in church? And you are jobless, you are broke. What happened to your brain? Don't you know that you can even start a daycare? The mentor said, you work in a bank for five, for five years, ten years, and something happened, you are laid off. You don't have a brain to start up something that has to do with financing. And the next thing you are doing, that you are praying and sitting down waiting for another job. Yes, it can come. But what happened? Listen, you must align your senses. You must align your brain to what God is doing for your life. It's a must. Align your brain. Align your senses to what God is doing in your life. Don't just sit down and say, oh, God, I've said it. Then it, you, you will suffer. With all the prophecies, you will suffer. Find out what to do. Connect with the right people. Connect with the right people. Learn people's skill. How to relate with people. How can you be the one who has a great prophecy and the people that carry the answer are close to you and you say, I'm shy to talk to people. Charlie, are you serious? You are shy to talk to people. You are shy to make friends and the prophecy you carry needs people, relating with people to come to pass. How do you want to bring it to come to pass? I told somebody on this platform, as I'm praying for you now, go and look for your husband fast. Go and stay with him. Don't go there and wait for him to be in the mood. Charlie, put your husband in the mood. If he's not in the mood, find the mood and give to him. Look for the, if they say mood, buy mood. Don't come and be shy. Uh, I don't know. Uh, hey, I'm shy. Are you, are you okay? Ta, come over there. Find the mood. Put him in the mood. You enter the mood also. And when both of you finish, come out of the mood. Because the word that I've been given to you, you are given a prophecy that you will get pregnant. You don't say I'm tired though. Why should you be tired? You, you don't, you don't, you don't, des why? When you have work to do. You don't say I'm tired. You are given the prophecy that you are going to own books. What do you do? You start learning how to write. You start reading other people's books as example. But most of us, we receive prophecies, we sit down, fold our hands. Some of us, in fact, you get more confused when you receive prophecies. You don't even know what to do. You get more confused when prophecies come. That's a very wrong way to use revelation. Very wrong. If, if I have received the prophecy that some of you have received, eh, Charlie, I won't be where I am. Oh. Some of you. Some of us are not fortunate to receive prophecy like you. Some of you, every week, we are help, I will prophesy. Admins will prophesy. And we're all the prof if, I, if I was in your position, I won't be where I am. I'm not privileged like you. I'm not privileged like you. Actions. The right people. Listen, if you don't know how to network, you will never go far. Whatever you do, everyone here listening to me, whatever you do, if you don't know how to make strategic relationships, you will never, mark the never with capital letter, never. 
Oh, I'm not the talking type. Oh, I want to stay on my own and just be quiet. I like my peace. Charlie, you'll be broke in peace. You will be single in peace. Network with people. Connect with people. Relate with people. Be open. Go out. And they have done me go to club and go to worldly parties. Go out. When necessary. Lock yourself in the house. You don't know the beach. You don't know the mall. You don't know anywhere. And you are the one praying for marriage. Number five. Deal with your personal vices. Deal with your personal vices. Whatever issues, whatever flaws, whatever challenges, whatever character that you have in relating with people, please deal with it. Understand that there are people you don't sleep with. There are people God send your way as destiny helpers. And that is when you start catching feelings for sex. You will lose the helper at the end of the day. There are people you don't date. If a man say hello, ask God, why, is this, why did this man come into my life? Everybody, I don't know, particularly singles, everybody that come their way, if he's not married there, they don't have your time. Are you serious? Do you, do you know if the person that met you is the brother of your husband to be if a guy comes and say hello to a single lady now and the guy is not talking about marriage or this thing they will cut you off do you know if the guy's brother is the one that god the reason why god connected you the guy's brother is the one that will marry you do you know if it's the guy's friend do you know if it is the guy's neighbor that one day you will meet this guy, both of you become friends and all of that. So one day you will meet him in church and he's their church member. Is it maybe their, their usher, their choir, his neighbor, his colleague is even the one that you want to marry. So what do you do? Either you start dating the person or you've had intercourse with the person and you cut off. So later in the future, you now meet your dream man that is his friend. And the friend will now ask the guy, hey, how this girl? Say, forget her. Ah, forget that girl. That girl. That girl. Mm. If I tell you what I've done to that girl. And that is the end of your marriage. So that chapter is closed. You have to start waiting for another person. We are laughing, but this is the reality of life. There are people you don't sleep with. There are people you don't date. There are people you don't collect money from. Because their connection and contact in your life is not for money. They are to, in fact, the money they will give you will close the door. They will think you came for the money. There is a money that is coming bigger than them. There is a door they will open to you that will bring you into millions. A man ago was sharing a story and said he met a family, a very powerful family in the country who had access to presidency and all of that. And they were, they were helping him, giving him good money, huge amount of money. And then they, had, they said he met he had this church member who was a graduate and suffering, nothing was working. So the man was looking for a secretary. So he connected the girl to the family and the man liked the girl, the woman liked the girl, she was hardworking and they took the girl a secretary she was working suddenly she had made money she had a car they would carry her to dubai carry her to businesses and all of that and all of that suddenly 
she and the man started going on um, individual trips and all of that. Before you know, they were not digging hole, digging hole, digging hole. The man will dig hole, the girl will dig hole. They, will, they kept digging and digging and digging. If you're asking me what digging means, I don't know. I don't know what, look for a farmer and ask a farmer what digging means. And eventually, the wife found out. When the wife found out, the wife, her heart was broken. And the wife said, I want my marriage back. The husband said, I want my marriage back too. Automatically, who is now the problem? The girl, the girl was fired. The man of God said, the thing that pain him, the family now caught him up. Say, so you are the one that brought the person that almost destroyed our marriage. He was only helping. He was only helping. So he lost that connection, lost that access because he was trying to help somebody. So if we don't deal with our weaknesses and our characters, then at the end of the day, we might end up messing up our prophecies. Most of it is your mouth. Is your mouth. You can talk carelessly. You can gossip carelessly. I don't know how I see people who are about the age of 20s, 27, 27 is even too far, 25 to 30, above 30, who can control their words. You see them just see statements, ah, I was joking, no, there are things you don't joke with. There's a point, there's an age you get to in life, you begin to calculate your life and say, hey, I'm no more doing things like this, I'm no more doing things like this. So if at all you fall into it, you know that, okay, this thing now, I'm out of it. This is a mistake. This is accidental. But I've already aligned myself. And you are putting in work. You don't just say it and, oh, it still happened. It happened. Once happened. Two happened. Three happened. Five happened. No. You are putting in work. If it was happening, you were saying the wrong things almost every day. Your mouth was putting in trouble. Okay, now it's happening once in a month. You know that, okay, it has reduced because you are putting in the right effort. Let us fix ourselves. A lot of you, God has opened doors to you. God has brought help to you, brought opportunities, brought contacts to you. You shut them out by yourself. You destroyed them by yourself. You destroyed them by yourself. So let's fix ourselves to be able to enter the plan of God for our life. All right? Deal with your personal characters. Deal with your personal problems. Deal with it deal with it there are a lot of single persons now that want to get married they have issues a man cannot stay with i think i was mentioning to somebody oh pastor pray pastor pray i'm not getting married pray for me I said, but i'm seeing that you are urinating on bed hey pastor it's true how did you know it's true hmm. i'm urinating on bed though pastor so when will i get married I said, are you okay you are 32 urinating on bed the issue now is to deal with this. And you're asking them, when will you get married? Charlie, I don't know. Maybe some men will accommodate it. But I don't think a lot of men won't stay with you. A lot of men will not stay at 32 by urinating on the bed. With the issue now should be how to deal with it. But no, all you are interested in are no man is staying with me. No man is staying with me. So we leave the essential thing and we begin to deal with trivial issues. You have issue with your family. No peace in your family. Everybody is at war. And if you are to get married now, 
you will definitely bring that man to come and see your family. And the family you want to bring this man to come and see, everybody is fighting themselves. Your elder brother is not talking with your younger brother. Your mother and your father is not talking. Your this and this. So by the time you now bring your in-law to the house, everybody is fighting. You now create chaos. So either the family become afraid that you will bring the same thing to their family or they will tell their son or daughter, please avoid this person. He said you focus on praying and walking toward the peace. Nah, you don't care. Let them come and call at least. Let, them, let me answer Mrs. And at the end of the day, you enter the home. There is no joy. There is no peace. And some of all, I don't know. If you are young, please. Most of you didn't attend the singles meeting we had all through. We have more. And you will not attend. You because you know everything now. Fine girl like you. You know everything. Let the man confess. The man will know that I will take care of him. If you, if you carry a, if you carry prayer requests, come and meet me after you marry. I will beat you, eh? Just watch it. I will even if you are big, a big. Well, I will gather people that will beat you. We'll gather and beat you. I've gotten a lot of funny calls. A lot of I don't I don't blame them, but I blame them some way. I've been married for 15 years. I've been married for 22 years. And my husband um, has been sleeping outside. And, okay, madam, hold on. Did he start sleeping outside after you got married? Or, no, he's been doing it before we got married. And you know, yes, I'm aware. So why did you enter? Hmm, pastor. Hmm. Hmm. I felt bad for somebody yesterday. I felt so bad for her. I don't even know her name. Say somebody give her my number, my number to call and all of that. I felt I'm saying this thing not to mock them, but to give some of you an example so that you be careful. First of my husband has been she was she was being sincere saying it. My husband has been sleeping around here and there and all of that, and he has been doing it. Um, I've not seen him for but now I now met met one girl, and since then I've not seen him. So suddenly he had now sent me a court letter that he wants divorce. I've been going to court and I said, Mother, what do you want? I want my husband back. I said, wait, though. This thing, uh, when did this start? He said, before we got married. You are aware. He said, I'm aware. He has uh, this girl here, this girl here, that girl here, that girl here, a lot of them and all of that. So after you got married, he was, yes, even when we got married, he was doing that and all of that since, since then. Okay, now we have four children and right now I've not seen him for since, I think he said April or when, I've not set my eyes on him. He has not sent money. He has not done this. Or it's, whether he has sent money, I don't even know how she put it. I've not seen him with my eyes. And now I want my husband, but I said, Madam, wait too. This guy has been doing this before you, you got married. Why did you enter? Hmm, Pastor. Hmm. So are you aware that you don't change people? No, I thought he would change you. I thought, are you serious? Somebody the mother and the father could not change. It's you, you that want to. Listen, everybody. Nobody changes until they decide to change. No matter the prayer you pray. Except it's a strong spell. Even with the spell. You can say, lose him, let, let him go. The person will say, tie me, let me stay. All right? So it's not like I'm mocking them, but there are signs you see. Okay, there are things, okay, this is this person's weakness. And you try to help the person. The person adjusted. Okay, there is hope. This is this person's weakness. You try to help the person. The person is not adjusting and you say, oh, one day. Which one day? Which one day? Okay, now, the man has now left you. 
for over five months. He had now gone to lodge with another girl. He said he only came home once to pack more of his clothes and disappeared. Now he has sent you a divorce letter. I told us, okay, let's pray. Let's pray. Left to me, me. Madam, just let him go. Live your life. But since you still want the marriage back, what do we do? Let's pray. Let's pray. So please, let's fix ourselves while we are with. And it's not just men. Some women, some women that prayed for a man who their wife packed, packed the man's property, collected the children, cleared the man's bank account, started living with another guy. One recently, a pastor, a pastor. The wife changed the four children, see four, five children's name to her boyfriend's name. A pastor's wife who changed their husband's children's name, changed them to the boyfriend's name, pack the children and started living with the boyfriend. Another one uh, started moving with the assistant pastor. Suddenly, he connived with the assistant pastor and they removed the pastor, the founder of the church, connived with the assistant pastor, gathered some elders and some members, cooked up some things, and they came and did the rioting against the pastor, pushed him out, changed the signboard of the church. The wife, the wife, the wife is now married to the assistant pastor. He has now changed the children's son name to the name of the assistant pastor. So it's not just men. It's not just women, it's on both sides. So take your time before you leap. Just be careful, be careful. So deal with your personal issues. Number six, stay in the place of prayer. Stay in the place of prayer. Stay in the place of prayer. Every prophetic word is spiritual. So you need to guard it spiritually and prayer is a spiritual tool. Pray about your prophecy. Pray about it. That's why you need to write down your prophecy. Father, on the 1st of October, you said to me that this and that and that and that. On the decent, somebody was sharing a testimony to me a few hours ago, how she got some, um, some job abroad and how she got some this and that and that. Say, Pastor, you gave me that prophecy this and this and this time ago, and I went into fasting. I went into prayer. I went into fasting and suddenly the word began to come to pass. Pray, don't sit down. Oh, they have told me I will get married. You just fold your hand. You are the one who, who prays. Even most of you don't even know how to pray. Yabba, 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 yabba. That is speaking in tongue at your age. Yabba, 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 yabba. It's not only yabba, it's really yabba, 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 at your age, where your mates are on fire. Listen, there are powers that fight prophecies. You are not growing spiritually. You cannot read your Bible. You don't understand your Bible. You can't pray. Nothing, nothing. I don't know. My prophecy is not coming to pass. Are you the only person in that church? Other persons own are coming to pass. So why are you not acting like the man of God's anointing has died because of only you? Why are you acting like that? Because your own have not come to pass, so the man is no more. Others are getting their own answer. Sometimes it could just be your family background that is too stubborn. They hate prophecy. 
Their family background is just too stubborn. It could just be your lifestyle. It could be your environment. It could be time and season. It's not up for that fulfillment. So the best thing you do is to mount up wings in the spirit. Build up your spiritual energy. Build up your spiritual capacity in the place of prayer and conquer that enemy. Well, no. No, your own is just to sit down and by the time you wake up, you complain and say that, I don't know why this prophet has spoken. So you're looking for more prophet to speak. And everybody, almost all the prophets you have received, 10 of them, seven of them have said the same thing. All the 10, all the five. So which means it is true. It is direct. So why is it not coming to pass? What are you doing? You can't pray. You can't fast. You can't fast. You are the one that cannot give. If they even talk about giving, you will disappear. Phew! They give you direction. As long as it does not concern money, you will do. If it concerns money, you are gone. Some of you, if it concerns money, you will do. Once it's fasting, I have also. You can't, 6 to 12, you can't. And I look, I look at this kind of people and I smile. And there are the times that we tell you, I don't know why my prophecy has not come to pass. I don't know why my prophecy has not come to pass. What are you doing? Listen, I always say to you, all I do when I teach, I sincerely tell you everything you need to make your life and your environment better. Everything is not money. Everything is not prayer. Everything is not fasting. All right? But you must come to the point where you know you've done it enough that right now they have prayed enough, eh? That if prayer would have been what I need, then I prayed enough. I have fasted enough. Somebody today was begging us, slow down your fasting. Because I saw the person who gets sick by fasting. I was the one begging the person. I said, slow down your fasting. And the person is getting amazing results. I said, fast too, or slow it down. Fast until you know that if it is fasting that I needed to do this in Chalemi, I have done it. Do vigil enough that... If it was VG that you needed to, to enter where you need to enter, then you've done enough VG. Give enough that if it is giving that you needed to get this breakthrough, Charlie, you know, without anybody telling you, you know, ah, you've done giving. I traveled just two, three. I was telling my wife yesterday. I said, ah, if money hasn't left me, seed and all of that and all of that, at least the seed alone should be about 15,000 Ghana cities in three days. Minus all that personal expenses. So, there are there are things now that will come to me. I just know that this one there, I've given for it. Now it's time to focus on prayer. And I know right now, there are things I've soon seen for. All I'm doing right now, I'm waiting for some. For some, I'm praying for some. For some, I'm taking steps, taking actions, making declarations. So when it begins to come into manifestation, ah, how did it happen? How, if I tell you how, you, you won't do it. So why should I tell you? If it is Bible, you need to study. You should have studied enough that, ah, everybody will say, if it was Bible that this person needed to study to cross this level, this one, there, yeah, she has studied enough. But you, no, nothing. Prayer, bankrupt. Fasting, bankrupt. Giving, Fasting, nothing, vigil. You, you are the one that sleep all night and you are the one opening your mouth and saying that I don't know why my life is not changing. I don't know why my problem. Listen, you must understand. The reason why you must stand in the place of prayer 
is that you must understand that the time will come the word you have received can be challenged all right the prophetic word you have received can be challenged stand in faith fight for your prophecy it's not fake it's real fast pray so when necessary connect to people with higher anointing let them agree with you in prayer I know a prophet who prefer people they get pregnant. People they get pregnant. He got married, did everything he couldn't get pregnant. In fact, the doctors told him he will not be able to impregnant a lady. He prayed, did direction and all of that. Suddenly, the wife got pregnant. God gave me a prophetic word. The wife got pregnant. And they told him that four doctors told him that this this pregnancy would be a topic pregnancy, or what do they call it? This pregnancy. Either the wife will die with the baby or they have to remove the baby and all of that. And he went into the place of prayer and God said to him, I've told you that the baby is coming. And this and this, this is the date the pregnancy will come. And that was the day the pregnancy came. So he made up his mind to ignore doctors. He has prayed everything. The more he prayed, the more the wife was in pain, the more there were signs of the wife was losing the baby and all of that. And the wife told him, he said, we have only one car. Let's take this car. Let's go to this, our father, and drop the car for him. That was the only car they had, an SUV. They entered the car, they drove. They went to him. Say, we have prayed. We've done everything we know how to do. Nothing is working. We are dropping this car here. Let my wife give birth the same way your wife gave birth to all her children without problem. And they dropped the car. He prayed for them. And they left. And the wife told him, since we have given a car, why don't we go somewhere else for a different checkup? And they went for checkup, did the first one, did the second one. Suddenly, doctor said, who told you that this thing was an ectopic, is it a topic or what pregnancy? Who told you that? I'm not seeing anything like that. It was not hospital that changed, though. No, a principle has moved in the realms of the spirit. My wife was pregnant and was bleeding throughout the days. If, I think even up to two or three months. I think one, maybe one day she will share the story herself. She was bleeding most of the days of her pregnancy. She would come to me and said, I just saw blood. Me, I will ignore her like I didn't hear anything. I said, I'm going to give my food. When she's sleeping, I know what everything, I saw it long ago. I know what everything was pointing to. So when she's sleeping, I'll be awake. I'll come and lay hands on her, lay hands on her stomach, Sometimes she will wake up, sometimes she will not wake up, lay hands on her head, anoint her, be in the hall praying, Father, this pregnancy will not be lost. It will not be lost. It will. I don't even want another one. This one God has given me, no, it will not be lost. Okay, let's manage now. Let it just go. We'll pray for another one. No, 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 no. This one will not be lost. Pray, 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 pray. Charlie, the man was praying. Suddenly, her stomach, she said she's in pain, no, and this thing, she's going for scan. Oh, that woman likes scan. I think because she's a midwife. She'll go and scan this. After scanning, oh, scan said everything. I said, what are you expecting? That it should not be fine. It should be bad. She will just keep quiet. So there, are, there were things she stopped telling because she knew my response would not agree with negative results. I knew what was playing. I know. I know what I saw. I know what I saw. At some point, they said, what and what and what and what. Um, the baby was coming out. This was about four, five months or six months. 
that the baby will come out, they might have to do some um, surgery, and she feels something, she feels like something, I say, baby is not coming anyway. See this baby? It will come out at the right time, healthy, strong, forget it. I will lay my hands. I will get water, pray, do direction, all the direction I give people to do. Me, I did, I did some. If it's for seed, if I tell you how much seed I gave from the day she was pregnant to the day of her delivery, you will shout. I told her, God said, give your two months salary. She brought the, the two months salary. I didn't chop one. All of them went out at seed. I didn't chop one. I didn't do. As the money was coming, I was sending it out. Because this is a battle. So when I tell you do things, I'm not telling you what I've not done or what I don't do. I do it. When we were to get married, I knew there were contentions. I said to myself, the best thing to do right now is to raise up altars. So I made sure the only car that I had, the only car that I had, I went to the altar, delivered that car as a seed. Few weeks to our marriage. Delivered that car as a seed. That was not enough. Started emptying every money that was coming was big because the, the expectations of the enemies was very high. It was very high. So when she gave birth, a lot of questions are rising. Are you, is he serious? Are you sure the baby was uh, mature? How come so soon? How come this? Ah, so soon, so soon. Me, I'm, I've just been laughing. They don't understand. What every, a lot of people saw visions, saw revelations, and this and that and that and that. I, mean, I didn't even mention it to my wife. I didn't tell her. I kept it to myself. Personally, I saw that she or the baby would die. I didn't say anything. I kept quiet. If it was you, if it was you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do what have to be done. You wouldn't do what have to be done. And today, a baby is there, strong and healthy. The mother is there, strong and healthy. Let me say this to you. If I had kept back whatever I gave, if I had kept it back, would it have been able to buy a baby? No. God forbid I lost my wife. Would I have been able to bring her back? No. Okay, if he marries another wife, that's good. But that is not your wife. And there's already a stigma in your testimony. There's already a stigma. Fight for it. That's all I'm saying. I'm not telling you I'm too anointed, I'm too good. Oh, I, no, 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 no. It's all the mercy and the grace of God. But listen, on top of mercy and grace, there are roles to play. At a point in our marriage, while we were to start, I knew that this thing would not work. Oh, everything was obvious. Everything was obvious. But all I did was focus on prayer, focus on sacrifice. Now, this, I don't have any other strength to. This is my secret. Sacrifice and prayer. I gave mad. Oh, I give. I gave. I gave. I gave. In property, in cash, there's nothing I was not giving. At the time, my wife, I think he, I don't have forgotten whether it's three months or six, six months salary that she gave a sacrifice. And the ones who have what, what is fighting them cry is bigger than them. They are the ones who cannot fast. They are the ones who cannot pray. They are the ones who are not committed in tithing. They are the ones who does not believe in prophecy. You will tell them, okay, I believe. And they nothing they do, they can't do vigil. There's nothing serious they are doing with their life. A day will come, that prophetic word you have received, it will be challenged. The enemies will come to contend with it. 
there are times you will become opposite what God has said concerning you. You will look like opposite. They said you are going to get married. In fact, three months after that, the only guy with you broke up. So now, everything is against your prophecy. Ah, you're going to get pregnant. Right now, your menses have ceased for the past six months. You've done all kind of checks, check, check, check. They say nothing wrong. You are not pregnant yet. You are not even seeing your menses. Ah, thus hear the Lord. You get pregnant in the next two months. That is the month they told you that they found fibroid. They told you that, ah, we've seen your, your one thing have happened to your tube. Your ovaries are done one thing and cook whatever. And all the grammar have been spoken. And you are now asking God, was the prophecy fake? Was the prayer fake? Is, am I not serving you enough? Am I not? No, Satan just want to make God. Listen, the agenda of the devil is to make God a liar in your life. So what do you want? Will you allow him or you fight your way through? Will you allow him or you fight? It's a fight. Your prophecy is a fight. It's a fight. It's a fight. It's a fight. And most of us, the moment we enter into the testimony, we will start fighting. Not knowing that you've not crossed. Oh, I prayed more after my marriage. I prayed more after my marriage. I prayed more. I realized we got married few weeks into the marriage. I realized that we're having a lot of issues. I was like, hey, what's wrong? This is not me. One day I was like, what is going on? So I started praying, asking every little thing will offend me. Every, as I mean, I don't know how to be. What is going on? I entered into prayer, praying prayer. I was praying one day. My wife had a dream, came to me and said she had a dream. Suddenly, um, she had seen she was around the bush and she saw people that were from her, her, her family. They were saying, what is she doing there? She should pack her load and come back. And I said, okay, now I know. After I've sold my car, I've fasted, I've sown seed, I've prayed, and you are still coming. I said, to her, I said, Nida, Nida! I, I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you, devil. That was the last time. Till now, we've not had any issue of sort nature. Till now, till now. Over six months. Till now, we've never had any issue of sort nature. If it was you, oh, you would have called the village people. Reporting your husband, reporting your wife, complaining and blaming when there is a power that is trying to disgrace your family. Instead, you wake up and fight. Said you wake up and contend. Said you wake up and do what has to be done. You are talking left and right. I don't know why my husband is doing this, doing this. There's a force saying that you will not get married. So you manage to get married right now. They want to make sure they spoil the marriage. So the suffering of your wife is because there's a power that does not want you to prosper. They know that through your wife you will prosper. So the suffering of your husband, there's a power that does not want you to get married. So now, eh, you finally got married. Okay, we will make sure that you don't prosper in this marriage. We have done everything to make sure you don't get married. And now you went to get married. We will make sure that in this marriage eh, there will not be prosperity. You will suffer. So they are attacking the man from the left, from the right, from the front, from the back, from the center, attacking the man. And you are the one calling the man lazy. You are the one calling the man lazy, blaming the man. And, and you, the man or whosoever that is being formed. I'm not trying to, um, what is it called? I'm not trying to uh, validate your lack of results. You realize there's a battle, whether it's from your family 
or from your wife's family, wake up. Wherever the battle is coming from, it's your family or your wife's family, wake up now. Understanding that the family you are married into, there's a battle. Or your family, wake up right now. Wake up. You were doing well while you were single. You got married. Things became hard. Why? That means there's something fighting this man. Wake up, both of you. Contend with it. Until you subdue what is at work. Then you cannot enjoy what God has given to you and begin to rest. Please. 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 Our life can be better. Our doors can open. Our heavens can open. We can prosper. We can get that contract. We can get that favor. We can get that promotion. Can we get back to the place of principle? Get back to the place of prayer? Get back to the word God has spoken? Some of you now, you have thrown away the things, the prophecies you received because you are not seeing the signs. The prophecies you received, you've thrown them away. They told you you will get married last year. In fact, they told you you will get married this year, left with two months, so you are tired. They told you you get married last year. Now, this year is everyone ending. So you have thrown the prophecy away. Get back to all the prophecies. Get a book. Write down all the prophecies that you received. Write them down. Every month, get to the place of prayer. Get to them. Father, look at what you said. I believe your word. I believe your word. I will be a millionaire. I will get that visa. I will live in UK. I will live in Canada. And by the time you receive the prophecy and now, there is no five seed in your pocket. There is no five seed in your pocket. So there is no sign that you will get to a car. Not talk of nada. There is no, no sign. Father, I believe your word. I believe your word. And suddenly, where you are contending, somebody will just tell you, a company is looking for a nurse. A company is looking for a cleaner. A company is looking for this. They are in Canada and they want to do all the documents free of charge. When you come, you begin to work for them and pay. And what's, and you are just surprised. Everything just begins to align themselves. Why? Because you are fighting for the prophecy that you have received. But you sleep on them, they will go. And listen, God will not change because your prophecy failed. God will not change because your prophecy failed. Church will not close. Neither will a prophet will stop prophesying because your own did not come to pass. Fight for it. I tell people this, nobody, nobody, nobody anywhere can ever make me feel I'm not anointed. Charlie, I've tested his anointing. It has brought marriages. It has brought contracts. It has brought political positions. It has brought fruit of the womb. It has brought... Or any kind of miracle you can think of. I've tested it and I've seen the results. And the result keeps coming. So nobody anywhere, if it is not coming, we need to check you yourself and find out what is going on. We need to check you. So do yourself self-diagnosis. Don't wait till things get worse, things get bad, or there's no route, there's no exit before you now start saying, oh, where is God? Where is God? Fight for yourself. And I see, as you begin to fight, the Lord is going to help you to win. The Lord is going to help you to win. The Lord is going to help you to win. That word that you have received, it shall come to pass. That prophetic word you have received shall come to pass. That door shall be opened. The Lord is granting you a new grace. The Lord is setting new grounds for you. The Lord is opening new doors for you. The Lord is releasing you into a new season, into a new dimension. Your word, the prophetic words you've received, they are coming to pass. 
the ones you are about to receive, they are coming to pass. You are shifting seasons. You are shifting levels. The strongholds are breaking. The strongholds are breaking. The barriers are breaking. The boundaries 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 are breaking. I see the altar in your family that said you will not make it. The altars are being swallowed up by the fire of the Holy Ghost. I see the wicked men and women, the strong men and women saying that over their dead body, will you rise beyond this level? I see that the earth is opening and swallowing them. The strong man is dead. The strong woman is dead. The connections you need, the contacts you need, the people you need to come into your life for a change of level, for a change of season. I introduce them your way now. I introduce them your way now. I introduce They are coming your way. They are coming your way. In the name of Jesus. I want us to pray now. What is the first prayer? Father, help me to trust you more. Help me. Help me to trust you more. Ah, if at this level of your life eh, you don't trust God, I don't know what you are doing, you know. At this level of your life, you are still rating God based on what has happened and what has not happened in your life. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you are doing with your life. Oh, because I'm not married, so eh, I'm tired of going to church. Hey! I don't have a job yet. I've been out of school for 15 years. I've been sick. I've been praying, praying. So because of that, you are tired of going to church. You are no more committed to tithing. You are no more committed to the, your church group that you belong to. Nothing. Hey, is that how, how low your faith in God is? Is that how weak and empty your faith? Your faith in God is based on things. What you receive and what you did not receive. If I don't buy a car this year, God does not love me. When did the car start measuring your love for God? If I don't have a child between now and the next 15 months, then, oh, I will go and do whatever. God will not retire. God will not retire. Father, help me trust you more. As I'm here, I have three alternatives in my life. I have three alternatives in my life. Number one is God. Number two is God. Number three is God. There's nowhere to go. I, I, I don't know anywhere to go again. I don't know. So maybe you have alternative. You now go to meet your grandmother in the village or your grandfather. Or I don't have anywhere to go. Nobody to run to. Anybody I run to, they will send me back to God. Anybody. So let me stay with him. Learn him. Know him. Know his ways. And let me tell you one secret about God. The God you don't know in the secret will never answer you in the open. The God that you don't know in the secret, you don't spend time with God, you don't study his word, you don't pray with him, he will never honor you when you call upon him in the open. He will never honor you. He will never honor you. So know God privately. Have a private prayer life. Have a private Bible study life. Have a private giving life. We are no, nobody told you give. Nobody told you that on your own. You just see it. You are doing it to please God. You are doing it to make God happy. Build that culture. Charlie, when God begins to come through for you, eh, people will think it's juju. People will think it's juju. They'll be asking you, 
How? And you, Claire, won't even know what to say. All you know. There might be something you know you did do. You know you prayed. You know you went to, you called your so uncle, auntie. But you will not deep down your heart, Charlie, is God. Ah, I couldn't have been able to come out of here if God was not involved. Charlie is God. Lord, help me to trust you more. Help me, Lord. Help me. I, I, I surrender myself to you. Help me to trust you more. Help me to trust you deep. Help me to love you more. Help me to love you deep. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray, help me to trust you more. Help me to love you more. Lord, help me to trust you more. Lord, help me to love you more. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice in prayer. 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 Lord, let my trust for you increase. Let it increase my faith in you. My faith in Jesus increase. Let it grow to the highest level. Labanamasha. Zobologodosha. Irabadan sokombeleteshis. Eliprikite zukepepeleris. O rakapande legedesis. O libende kozabala esketu bregedesis. Ile preketosh kapalande gede. Vile kete preketosh kapalande gededesos. Akembre sekuzava. Ile venge de belegedo shapakatonde vele. Iresu kapalatos. Oh God, let my faith in you grow to the highest level. Let my faith in you grow to the highest level. Let my faith in you grow. Let it glow. Let it glow. Let it grow. Ile preketos kaparato li preketen zugebelendeske i gadaya. Oh, si gadebe le kepru ke si preketo yabaha. Mandegede voli ke prekete zugebe le keti brasata. Ako damba le krasatiga i federesos kalimbra kata. Oh, si kindi prekesula tabarandeske o tabalagi de vehesis. I keketon shapakato yabagande ile kendo prekesule kete rakata pande kete ile prekesuta afeli rosi genemente o kambalada ele prekento lige preketoska le preketiz elementu kapaha eleke zaka balo konjekebede ile kenzukediva o konde peresuta alekente kedisko polo salaya ile Brother, oh God, increase our faith in you, oh God. Increase our faith in you. Let us trust you like never before. Let us love you like never before. Yataba, Kota Prata, Kelemen Shedeke, Buraki Deliga, Asokoto Barasete, I Kelebendo Ko Barasata, Ilekete, Zukete Belegadea, Akamba Lege, Breketo, Zuketem Brekete. Zakata balata, kurakata balate, elikete beleto, elikete prokoto, zugete prekete, oda parashata. Let my faith in God increase. Let my faith in Jesus increase to the highest realm, to the highest level. 
Oh my father, oh my father, oh my father, we put our trace, our faith in you, Lord. We put our faith in you, Lord. We put our faith in you, Lord. We put our faith in you, Lord. Ele mande kadish kadesis. Robodotosis. Kaliba la manch kadavesis. Ilo kon zibele kadesh kuda valata. Ponga davaya. Pariko zibele kadesha. Somebody pray, pray, pray. Let my faith in you be heightened, O God. Let my faith in you be heightened, O God. Let my faith in you be heightened, O God. Let my faith in you be heightened, O God. Let my faith in you be heightened, O God. Let my faith in you be heightened, O God. Ya palasha, kole perese, kilerusa balande kedishas, ate balagros kedivelades. Oh my Father, oh my Father, oh my Father, oh my Father. Let my faith in you be heightened. Let my faith in you increase. Let my faith help me to trust you. Help me to trust you. Help me to trust you. Help me to know you. Help me to love you. Help me, Lord. 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 Help me to stand for you. Help me to stand with you. Help me to stand for you. Help me to stand by you. Let it be Jesus and Jesus alone in my life. Let it be Jesus and Jesus alone in my life. Oh, Tagabala, Shadagabas, Ilemende Credosis, Fala Radabas, Kedivolosis, Ilemente Kebala Dushalahasis. Oh, we give you praise. Oh, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I pray that your faith in God is going to grow to the highest level. Your faith is going to grow to the highest level. You will trust God like never before. You will love God like never before. You will believe God like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus. We're praying and we're asking God, a Father, Every arrow of discouragement, every arrow of discouragement, every arrow of depression, fire to my direction, catch fire and return to your sender. Satanic arrow of discouragement, of doubt, of unbelief, fire to my direction, come out and return to your sender. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray now, every arrow of doubt, discouragement, depression, fire to me to give up on my prophecy, to give up on God. I command it to come out of my life, return to your sender now. Come out of my life, return to your sender now. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice in prayer. Lift your voice in prayer. Shalagabalataka.
Sokonde Peresuta Balagesh, Zibrokoto Libra Namanishka de Vetus, Atike Parasoto, Elementega Balakosha, Palatega Lemenji Gavala, Rukusuta Levendigadaba. O God, my Father, O God, my Father, O God, my Father, every satanic arrow of depression, every arrow, Lord, of doubt and unbelief, every arrow of discouragement, catch fire out of my life. Catch fire out of my life. Somebody lift up prayer now. Lift up prayer now. Lift up prayer now. Zika tu bereseketi balada, o kelebende leke Jesus, rakata pande kete, rukata tete, rukata tete, rukata tete, rukata tete, jekete pereketo, zika peleke dosha, eleke de barakada leke da 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 da, e kababagusha kabahai. Ole mantegebeshis. Oh Lord, he come in the Bahia. Rugada Baladash. Zande Belegadeshis. Libronomon Sagabeladeshas. E condi mandegabaha. Zobo lodon brekete shatabaya. Kololoshas. Kilelebenskes. Kula parasoto lebedishes. Ale banaman sugabeladeshis. Oli gade barasatam belegadejas. Kilogo balega balatan degadejas. Ilagagoshas. Kaliga de ban soso yabadashas. Somebody stand to pray right now. Lift up prayer. Lift up prayer. I will not be discouraged. I will not be depressed. I will not be discouraged. I will not be depressed. I will not be discouraged. I will not be depressed. My hope in God increased. My faith in God increased. My hope in God is increased. My faith in God increased. We come again, the spirit of depression. Come out now. The spirit of doubt, unbelief. Come out now. Oh, Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. In the name of Jesus.
in the name of Jesus. We are praying. One of the things that easily trap people out of the blessing and out of destiny fulfillment is fear. Fear. Some are afraid. They don't know what they are afraid of. They don't know why they are afraid. A lot of people are afraid of what people will say. What will they say? If I leave this relationship now, what will people say? If I if I do this now, if I start dating this guy now, what will people say? If I stop this thing now, what will they say? If I move from here now, oh, they will not come and say, they will say, they will say, and they will say. What will people say have tied a lot of people from taking destiny steps? What will they say? What will they say? A time will come you will decide if it is your life you want to live or it's people that you want to live for. I got to a point in my life and I didn't care about anybody again now. All I cared about was my well-being, genuinely and sincerely. It wasn't in the wrong way or the cunning way. Genuinely, I didn't care about any... Because if you do, people will talk. If you don't do, they will talk. If you are alive now, they will gossip. If you die, ah, why did you die like that? You shouldn't have died. You shouldn't, ah, look at your dying nonsense life. You date a guy, why will you date this guy? He's too short. You are single, why are you single? Are there no men there? Are there no men? They are missings, they are mates, they are uh, vulcanizers. You would have looked for a man. A man is a man. If I, even if it's to give birth, you just give him birth with any man. At least you know you have something. After all, they will talk. So if you keep listening to people's voice, you will be in trouble. Some of you, the fear that is entangling you is the fear of family. Your family has cocooned you into one shell. They are the one deciding what happens to your life. They are the one that speak. Oh, my father, my family, my family say now. How my family react? What my mother say? Charlie, you won't go far. You will not go far. If you don't break out of that thing now, you will not go far. You will not go far. That thing that is your major fear, start conquering it now. If you have to sit somebody down, talk to the person, talk to the person. Hey, from now, I want to start taking my decisions. I want to start doing this and doing this this way. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. If you don't start breaking out of that fear, you will not go far. You will not go far. You will not go far. I was talking with my wife earlier this evening, and she was reminding me of a very good friend that I had, who I brought him into my life, brought him into my ministry, Gave him every platform that I had. And this guy started turning the heart of everybody away from me. Began to turn the heart of everybody away from me. People who trusted me, people who were partners, sons and daughters and all of that, started telling them, why are you, why are you um, following him? Don't you know that I'm the real prophet? He doesn't know what he's doing. Why are you giving to him? You bring your giving to me. Make sure you bring your tithe. Make sure you are, you are the one that will give your first fruit. Don't give it to him. And he will still come with all these sayings. He will still come and sleep in my house. Come and stay with me. But all of this happened because of one thing. Fear. My pastor had told me that I cannot prophesy. Because I'm not a prophet. So I felt I can't do it. So even when God talks to me, I'm afraid to say it. So what do I do? I have to make a friend who is a prophet and allow him to be the one prophesying. Why me? I will just stay in one corner. Fear. 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 But the moment I cut him off, I became bold to myself. 
I'm like, Charlie, people who are prophesying, they don't have four heads. They don't have two heads. They don't have 30 heads. This thing, let's go and learn what is being done. And when I sat down, began to make inquiry, that it's not something strange. It's what I know. It's what I can do. It's what the same thing I'm hearing is what they are hearing. Just I was not bold enough. I took up the boldness. That's how I got to where I am today. He never believed. He, oh God, oh God. Your fear, your fear has robbed a lot of things from your life. Father, I break the hold of fear. I break the hold of fear. Most of it is your mother you are afraid of. Some of it is your father. How, how, how will they do this? How will they, oh, if I leave my mother's house now, how will she survive? Did they give birth to, to you the same day? If I leave my father now, how will he cope? Oh, if I don't do this now, oh, what will my mother say? Charlie, if you don't take your step, you will just be wasting your destiny for no reason. For no reason. Wasting your life and your destiny. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as I begin to pray now, every spirit of fear at work in my life, come out right now. Say, I break free of the stronghold of fear. Say, I break free right now of the stronghold of fear in the name of jesus in the name of jesus lift your voice in prayer i break free somebody pray you know yourself break out of that fear fear of marriage if i marry now will it if i marry now will it work oh are you sure i can even get pregnant yo if i start the business now what what if it does not work hey you voice of satan out of my life i come against you voice of fear I come against you. Fear will lead you always into confusion. 100% of the times, fear will lead you into confusion. You are confused because you are afraid. You don't know what to do. You know what to do. The problem is that you are afraid. You are afraid. That's why all the confusion, you are afraid. This guy you have been dating him for how many years? It's not working. So if I leave him now, how will I meet another man? There are plenty of men. Oh God, I break out of fear. I break out of fear. The chain of fear holding my life. The stronghold of fear. Break right now. The stronghold of fear. Break right now. The stronghold of fear. Break right now. Shaka balata. Rakato brekete zeke peleto. Izokon brekete gapalato ya. Elebendeke bruse pelete. Spirit of fear. Come out of that sister. Out of that brother. Out of that sister. Out of that man. Out of that businessman. Out of that businesswoman. You spirit of fear, we break your hold now. That fear of premature death, that fear of sickness, come out now. Jesus, 